I see when I get bored, I make up my own movie. You're listening to Distracted. Pay attention to me, boy. And confused. Are you not entertained? Nope. All right, all right, all right. And welcome back to Distracted and Confused. And this is episode two. Also, episode 68. And I forgot that I also wanted to start every episode saying, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I already broke that after two episodes, so it wasn't a good start. It would have been a good start. I'm, I'm going to start doing that, everyone, just for the, the fact of it. And we are actually going to review um, Days of Confused, kind of like what we're based off a little bit. We're going to have a review because Jordan hasn't seen it yet, so it's going to be like a movie review type of episode. So that'll be fun. Yeah. Um I don't. I, I. I bet it's one of those emails or emails. Sorry, as I'm emailing somebody, I bet it's one of those uh, movies that like if you miss the boat on it. But you said you watched it recently, right? Like for the yes, first I time. Yes, I watched like. Uh, I watched like two, three years ago for the first time. Okay. So yeah, pretty recent. Like it wasn't like obviously like. So yeah, you like, would still be in the same boat of like you watched it a lot later than people actually were talking about it. Correct. Absolutely. Yes. So um, we'll definitely get onto that. And we also have Al on Nerd Al. He was uh, on last week, but he didn't. He might have not caught that. He was actually pretending to be me. So no, I think everybody I know, caught that. Yeah. So I wanted to make sure we're there. So welcome on Al as yourself, Al. So how does that feel? Feels good. I thought my impersonation of you was <laughs> spotless, but okay. That's <laughs> uh, yeah. No, thanks for having me back, though. Yes. Um, well, he actually gave you mention- a credit this week. <laughs> yeah, uh, I also want to mention ep- next episode is Telly episode three, but also episode sixty nine. So I don't know if we want to do anything special, Jordan, like a sex scene, like episode. How do we? How do we want to do that? Uh, you can leave me off that episode. <laughs> we'll have to think of a tasteful way to. Okay. <laughs> yes, I, I was more just joking, but we can do that still. I don't know. Handle but, uh, care. Yeah, who cares? I was uh, about to week- say that we needed to just like mention like one christmas movie per episode in december and you went the opposite direction (laughs) perfect we'll figure out a middle ground there so uh for this week we are doing uh a mandalorian episode so al's been on a couple times already to review the mandalorian so we are going to review the mandalorian as well as kind of go through the season what we thought so far as well as predictions for the season as it goes on uh for now we're just going to get into what we've been watching so um i'm curious what al's been watching because i have some thoughts and tidbits on what he's been watching but i'll let him uh go first uh well i was really enjoying the Chappelle show when it was on netflix for all of like the half a second that it seemed to be on um no it was really good it was just a blast kind of going back through like his old shows and like all those he has dave Chappelle is what probably one of my favorite comedians out there just everything that he does or especially back in all the skits that he did back in the day everything was just a riot like no matter what he was it it was the uh the highlights were like the clayton bigsby like the black white supremacist (laughs) or there was like the racial draft (laughs) that they did when they're drafting like uh like mixed race people's like oh okay and then um you know what's funny about that actually really quick um the tiger woods had a documentary that came out and they showed, and it was on ESPN. They showed the racial draft at ESPN because the Tiger Woods family thought it was funny. As like they kind of go back and do it, like how people like view their race and everything like that. So I thought it was funny that I saw the racial draft on ESPN. But like Al said, and I said it last week too. They do they don't miss in clips. Every clip is hilarious to me. Yeah. So or no, it's just really it was really fun to go back and rewatch all of that. Um, as far as like new shows that I got into. Um, what was it? There is a Netflix original like animated series called Castlevania, which is kind of a like gothic like fantasy uh, series that's uh, covers like uh, vampire stuff like Dracula and that. And it's based off of a it's based off of a video game, but that's a show that I thought was really high quality, well really well done and entertaining. So, is it? Did you say gothic or gothic? Gothic. Okay, Jordan, did you hear that too? You know no, what? Me. I'm not going to start like coming after people and how they pronounce things. You guys are already a little. <laughs> Fair. And, and of course, it, it's, it's. Come on. I'm talking about my show <laughs> here. But, uh, of course, it's a video game, uh, n- you know, nerdy kind of TV show thing, but um, I've never heard of it. But, I think uh, I played Castlevania on like Sega, like way back in the day. The only see, I've never actually really played the game. The one time I think I played it is that I think it was an arcade game at the local like Pizza Hut. <laughs> right. Well, this was like about that level, like the original like yeah. Sega like 
thing that was I don't know what in competition with the 64 about that time about that time or Super Nintendo. Um, yeah, not about. That, so, but yeah, like yeah. like 2D side scrolling like adventure game, but. So is this more of like an anime? Did you say it's that? Uh, it's like American animated? So it's okay. not like yeah. So it doesn't have all the those like classic like, anime tropes or ever when you think about it like that. So it's, but it's a very, it's a very mature show too. Like do not show the kids this. Like, <laughs> it's a lot of, uh, but it's a cartoon. <laughs> that is fair. So, and then Al, do you have any more that you want to say? Oh, uh, no, those okay. are the two big ones. So here's my big thing with Al and his TV. I, I actually called him out on it the other day. He, so there's this, the show with, uh, John Ralphio and Miltich. What is it? It's Milton and shorts, right? Yeah. So, there's only three episodes, and every time I come into Al watch TV, he's watching that show. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like how do you watch? Well, because he rewatch it's like it's like side uh, audio to him, I guess. But it's literally he's probably watched it over a hundred times, I think. In the, no way. In the last like, month. No, because I haven't. <laughs> Hyperbole of the highest fashion. No, um, no, I do rewatch it, but no, that's something I might put like throw on in the background to listen to like every like three weeks or to a month or whatever. It's just a little excessive. I feel like if I'm going to do that, I'm doing it with like the office or I'm doing it with like parks and rec or something that like, it's going to take me a long time before I hear the same line over and again. Yeah. And that's what we did with community. Like community was always on the TV. So you're going to make fun of him for Gothic and you can't get that word. What'd I say? You say community very weird. Community. It's, it's almost like immunity. Okay, fair. I, I, I don't. I don't hear it. Like, I, but yeah, I, I'm guessing when you. Al, what do you I hear when he says out. community? I, community. I hear community or something. It's. I don't know. For some reason, every time you say that, I like pause, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what he's saying. I can't replicate it. But you, I pause every single time. That's fair. Hey, we all have our things. Like you said, we're not. We're not. Uh, we're not, a, we're not a shaming podcast. We just like to call each other out on it. <laughs> I'm st- we're one I'm big community. <laughs> <laughs> that was so, that was better that time. <laughs> okay, maybe I'm more pronouncing it now that <laughs> we, we called it out. But anyway, so I'll move on to mine. Uh, I watched Mando like all of us, and I also watched Borat too. So Saturday, I actually went golfing for the last good weather we had of the year, and I got home. I was exhausted. Took a nap and then I took an edible and then I started watching movies and TV. So I watched Mando and Borat Two. Enjoyed myself very much. Borat Two made me laugh a lot. So we <laughs> talked about that already. So uh, I was happy with it. Uh, obviously, I watched Mando. But then, uh, speaking of community, um, I watched a documentary, technically by uh, Jillian Jacobs. Is that how you pronounce her name? Yep. Uh, she's one of the main characters from Community. She. Uh, directed one of the episodes of what's called Marvel's 616 on Disney Plus. It's basically their version of like 30 for 30, but all around Marvel movies and Marvel comics oh. and stuff. Um, the first episode was by somebody else, but it was about um, uh, the Japanese Spider-Man and how it was so different over there. And they were just trying to replicate um, kind of like everything that was going on in there. People really loved comic books there and like their action TV shows and Marvel was just trying to get, you know, in the game over there. And it's just so much different than the American Spider-Man that they weren't even like allowing any of that content out of Japan because they were worried it was going to ruin the other one, but it's really interesting. And then, um, hers, I watched episode two. It was actually about, uh, like Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel more so the origins. And then some of the, the women and other writers and uh, illustrators and everybody that were working on the comics and how they came up through it and getting different representation and different voices and why these characters are so impactful. It was, I thought it was an extremely interesting episode just for the pure sake of, they talked about, you know, way back in the day, like comic books, they're like 75% of Americans were like reading comic books and it was like a 50, 50 split with girls and boys like reading them. It was a very highly consumed medium and they fell on hard times economically. And that's when they bowled straight ahead of like, we're going after boys and we're going after superheroes. Cause that's like our main chunk of money and just alienated most of the population. 
That's very interesting. I, I yeah, didn't know any of that, but I feel like this is right. Like the way you explained it to me, it's perfect. I feel like you gave me a, like well, one you started with like a sports reference of thirty for thirty. I'm in a writer. Then you kind of gave a lesson of it, so I'm I'm in. You, I feel like you were a teacher there. <laughs> Maybe some of the teacher Tim's rubbing off on you. So that's um, good. I'd recommend well. it though. Like if you're if you're looking for something just to fill your time, it's kind of cool. You don't. I don't think you have to be like a super nerd to enjoy it. Just a regular nerd like Al. He's just good a, to go. Hey, man, if you're going to call him Nerd Al, I think that already puts him one step ahead of, like, base nerd. Okay, that's fair. Now, what do you think of this? I worked hard to maintain my nerdiness. <laughs> Don't put me down there with the filthy casuals. There you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> casual. so, yeah where, do you, where can you watch this? Uh, it's on Disney+. Plus. Um, okay. I've only seen two episodes so far. I'm trying to figure out exactly how many there are. Also, uh, shout out producer Tim. He put in Sega Genesis 1989 for Castlevania. Thank you. Yeah. So there is eight total episodes. Um, just trying to think if there's anything else that is in here that is super interesting. I know there were some other actors or famous people that were behind some of the... I think it's Lost and Found. So Paul Shear, um, who you might know from The League... Uh, he directed that one um, just about some of the forgotten characters and just some of the strange characters that are in Marvel. Um, so there's there's some other stuff in there that I, I'll get to and I'll report back on. Yeah. I love it. Okay. I, I think it's it'll probably be on Al's and I's list, something we can agree on. So um, we have no ads right now. So that means you need to listen more or tell other people to listen so we can get ads and kind of move on and get Owen's sexy voice back on the show. So uh, Jordan, we'll take a quick break and then move on to the news. Ladies and gentlemen, I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. All right, kind of a slow news week, probably because of the holiday last week. Um, first up, Haley Steinfeld. I don't know. Take two. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah, I'll start yeah. again. All right, well, I don't even. Remember. I thought it, I, uh, I thought I did just say, leave all keep this it, in. Keep it, Jordan, I thought keep I did it. say Steinfeld. Okay. Keep going, Steinfeld. You're doing right. great. Correct I mean, me at home, Dan. All right, uh, seems to have confirmed on Instagram that she will be Marvel's Kate Bishop in the new Disney Plus Hawkeye series. This has been long rumored. Uh, she posted a image of herself or an image of. Um, Kate Bishop, who eventually does become Hawkeye uh, in the series, um, or in the comic books, she posted a picture of that. God, throw me off. We're all distracted and confused today. Um, yeah, a Mr. Mayor trailer, a uh, new series on Paramount Plus, which is another streaming service that I didn't even hear about before today, um, has made Army Hammer an offer he could not refuse as the actor has signed on to star in the offer. Um, a limited series about the making of the 1974 classic The Godfather. Uh, Melissa McCarthy is back for more, um, this time in a Netflix comedy series called God's Favorite Idiot. Um, And lastly, and I'm not quite sure if it's the most, uh, is with Quibi's downfall, so also went the Jack Sparrow house. Uh, Tim, please uh, shed some light on that. Yeah, so well, I guess we'll start with that one because I I found it on Twitter and it absolutely cracked me up. Just the name of the like the, the first line got me going. Then it keeps getting better and better as it goes on. So Al, have you seen this at all? Oh, Jasper no. House. Okay, no. so you'll like this. Send it to the group today. We all thought it was funny. So we'll share because Quibi's dying or is dead. So it was funny that this was one of the shows they had. And I will read the quick Wikipedia that they had for it. <clears throat> Jack Sparrow House was a reality television show, said that weird, that streamed on Quibi. The television show placed 14 Jack Sparrow impersonators in a single family home who were eliminated if they broke character. Quibi head of content Colin Davis described the show as more of an endurance contest than a true talent competition. Quibi have had a branding and marketing. Megan, uh, Megan Imbrims described the show as a source of a significant amount of litigation. Three contestants were kicked off the show after separate public defecation incidents, and one contestant was forced to withdraw upon discovering the house was within 500 feet of elementary school. 
So that, <laughs> so, so that's what they were dealing with with Jack Sparrow, the Jack Sparrow out, which is bizarre. Three, like everything at the end was just cracking me up. I was dying. So, so I first uh, and foremost want a making of the Jack Sparrow house more so than the actual Jack Sparrow house. <laughs> yes. Like How, the auditions and everything too. How oh, could yeah. Quibi fail with this? <laughs> <laughs> the marketing person, like this is a disaster. Well, we have lawsuits all over the place. Like, plus you can't just use like a Disney character in the title of your show and not expect some sort of litigation issues. So like from the jump, it's so dumb. Like, yeah. Do you think that's though it secretly took down Quibi? Was Disney like suing them into oblivion? <laughs> probably not. No, probably nobody from Disney even turned on Quibi. Um, <laughs> but I mean, if, there's like an episode of Arrested Development where um, Tobias is consistently playing um, uh, Mr. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, and like he keeps getting like served because he keeps trying. He keeps saying, "Oh, I'm Mr. Fantastic," because all the people like on Hollywood Boulevard or whatever, they just say, like, oh, I'm from the, the four-person superheroes. Like, they don't ever say the name because of the, all, the, like, the litigation around it. But yet, Quibi <laughs> yeah. just decided to straight-up put Jack, Jack Sparrow in the title. I even know that's dumb. Yep, there you go. And uh, we're distracted and confused, so <laughs> showing you it. So, Al, on this news, what else sticks out to you if you got anything? I'm God, just still laughing myself at <laughs> the guy getting kicked off or being 500 feet from elementary <laughs> yeah, school. He's like, you know what, guys, we're a little too close. But I think the one I would, I would think that interests you the most is the Marvel uh, Hawkeye series one. Do you have any interest in her, Kate Bishop and Hawkeye? Anything there for you? Uh, not particularly, honestly. Um, yeah, like the Marvel shows. Uh, like I, lo- I enjoy the Marvel movies, but. I am not yet at the point like where I jump like excited about jumping into any of the shows that they have coming out. Okay, that's fair. Uh, Jordan, anything? Are you a Hawkeye fan? So the biggest issue around that with me, right, is um, what are they going to do with Jeremy Renner? Because he got in a whole bunch of like legal issues, like reportedly. I don't want to misspeak, but he he definitely got into some some bad stuff recently um thought he was abusive so to continue going with that show and him specifically seems wrong unless they rewrote it with just following you know her like wondering where her dad is at i don't i'm a little confused as to why they would go ahead with him in the lead yeah, if there's some, if there is something deeper with that, I'm sure there will be news that breaks sooner or later. So I'm sure we'll get more updates on how the show will actually be made. I mean, I'm I'm seeing him it, when I'm just like trying to do like a quick Google search. Google search. Um, it seems he's definitely back uh, because they're starting to shoot next week. This week they're starting to shoot this week um, in New York City. People are going about this as though there's nothing really there, and he's tweeting away like there's nothing really there. So I'll get back to you on what he did, but I I remember it being not too good. Well, one of the things that they could do in terms of story wise, they could they could keep him around for like the movies, and then she could just be kind of the Hawkeye like lead like on the show. Because I think another thing that was kind of hinted in um, was an Endgame. Is that he kind of like Hawkeye? I think becomes like a character, like I think called like Ronin or something. So he kind of takes on like a different identity at one point. So right. who knows? Like maybe he, maybe he keeps up with that, and then she takes over like the Hawkeye mantle in that sense. But like they might not. So they might not completely just cut him out. If or again, depending on whatever like the real life, whatever's going on in his real life, if that affects anything. But story wise, that there is still an avenue to keep both of them. And then like Jeremy Renner, I think is a little bit more high profile too. So where like they might, they don't want to devote an entire show to his salary, or, like paying him for an entire show versus like just a movie every now and again. Yeah. Um, it looks like he's just got a drug issue and was accused of acting recklessly around uh, their daughter. Um, I don't see, not that I really want to get into a lot of this other stuff, but, um, 
I, do. I mean, Robert Downey Jr. was the face of this franchise for how many years? Too? Right, right, right. And he's uh, at least first and foremost, you, you know, give people another shot. He's yeah. Downey Jr.'s turned his life around dramatically, um, and hopefully Renner does as well. I thought, I thought he was, I thought it was different than that. Did you know that Tim Allen was like a drug lord person, or like he like he snitched on a bunch of like of his like drug dealer friends before? <laughs> what isn't that wild? Huh. <laughs> I, I didn't know that about Tim Allen. That's a wild like history he's had. So like, oh yeah, everyone's got their their past to find it. But uh, no, I, I meant honestly, this list is a pretty boring list. I meant two of the things we cut out were the, probably the coolest things: the minion, <laughs> the minion trailer, and there's a super. There wasn't Nintendo. a trailer, was it? You said it was, I just saw a release date. It was just like a teaser. It was like oh, them, it was like a it was like a clip. It didn't mean anything to anything. So got it. It's like oh, it's, it's funny. Like I get it. Yeah, then, sorry, uh, I got rid of the release date just because things keep changing. Yeah, so July 2nd, if it doesn't change, and then Super <laughs> Nintendo World in Orlando, Florida seemed pretty badass, honestly. Like, I, uh, I, if I was in the town, I wouldn't go there just for that reason. It seems weird, but if I was in town in Orlando, I'm like, oh, I want to check this out really quick if it isn't, like, a super expensive thing, but it looked pretty cool. Um, sorry. That wasn't part of the news anyway. So I guess other than it's that, it's not like uh, movie news, but I guess yeah, Al's here, so we can talk video games then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Al <laughs> wants to talk a video game here and there when we get on here, so it makes sense. The crowd, um, honestly, that's about it too. Yeah, I, Mr. Mailer, Ted Danson's cool because I like him. You know, well, from- it's by Tina Fey as well, so it's got like oh, some of the okay. thirty rock vibe going on. So Love I think that. I think there's something there. Love that, but yeah, that's all I got. What do you got, Jordan? Do you want to mention it. the Godfather thing because you added that yourself? No, I don't. I just wanted to say it. I wanted <laughs> to wanna... say Mr. Mayor, and we got what we needed out of it. But every time I hear Mr. Mayor, I just think I'm Mr. Manager from Arrested Development. I'm Mr. Manager. No, 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 no. Just manager. In <laughs> um, the Mr. Mayor, Mr. Mayor, who else? Is, I didn't see the trailer. That was that late ad by. Yeah, that was uh, me. I edited it like literally two I'm minutes before we started recording. I don't recognize anybody from the show except for well, Ted Day. Bobby Moynihan, I believe, is in it as well. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I saw the first Molly floor. Hunter, she's um she was in the big sick and um she is the voice uh in of the mom in Incredibles. Okay, perfect. So not not nothing. <laughs> no, it definitely is no, I'm interested still. It just what didn't like wow me like, whoa. But I'm still gonna watch it. Still Ted Danson, man. Still Ted Danson. We are on our discussion of The Mandalorian. We are first going to discuss this week's episode. Then we're going to dive deeper into the season, you know, going backwards, going forward, see what we think, and give a grade for the season as of now. So I would like to kind of get ourselves to the beginning of the episode and reintroduce ourselves to a character that I can't say the name now because I totally forgot it. So why don't you guys say the name of the person who's doing lightsaber things cool? Say it again. Ahsoka Tano. Ahsoka Tano. Ah- she was nope. doing... Nope. Ahsoka. So, Ahsoka. Ahsoka Tano. Ahsoka. Tano. Yes. Ahsoka Tano. Um, that's why I'm letting you guys do the talk in this part. But uh, she was doing badass things with uh, lightsabers in the forest, killing some mercenary creatures, and then moving herself into whatever area they're at. That's where you guys come in again. <laughs> We're doing a great. They're job. on a no, they're you, on a planet. It doesn't really. Matter. It's, <laughs> it's, it's like Star a, Wars. It's a planet. It's, whatever. It's like trying to have someone explain. Like it's, it's uh, doing a recap by me would be hilarious, nonetheless. But well, last week you just sat off to the side and let Al do it. No, I'll do some talking because this is I'm more interested still. No, that's fair. I'm really not saying don't good, talk. I'm just saying you know if you're struggling yeah, really with the summary, grass, it's good to get a detailed information uh, like you. Uh, people uh, <laughs> so, what do you mean people? <laughs> all right let's that's someone jump in now this is where uh, i i hand it off for a second at least i'll take it away all right so this one um it immediately opens up on the planet that demando has been sent to by uh the mandalorian bo katan and like two episodes ago or said like this is where you can find this jedi that will help or so that you can reunite uh, baby Yoda with um, which spoiler developing with him later. Um, but so he goes there trying to find the Jedi and finds that there's this uh, kind of like industrial like village or town that's just kind of 
under this like oppressive rule by this uh, very like tyrannical like a magistrate. And Ahsoka is kind of like at odds like against her like for uh, mysterious reasons at that point. And she said, or Ahsoka at one point like says, you have like one day to surrender the town or like to, or yeah, just kind of clear out or just give me the information that she needs. So that's how the episode's introduced. And that's what I was trying to say the whole time. I just couldn't get it out at the right time. So that was the same line I was going. But I did hear when she was having that conversation, like Al said, it was very Luke Skywalker-ish. Like, did you guys get any of that um, from hearing her or anything? Or is that just me hearing stuff from the internet and just running with it? Uh, I mean, there's a little there's a little vibes in that, but to fully prescribe it to like Luke Luke's character is... Well, I think there was a quote that she said at the end that matched what a Luke said in a past episode. I try to do some research, you can tell, guys, but it's just not getting out the right way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I must I, have I missed must it. Have yeah, so, all right, and then, yeah, so they're at that point, and then they, I mean, do we want to talk about Baby Yoda? Well, that, that's not, that's a little farther away, I guess, so. That's fine. I mean, we'd, we'd just do a general summary here, because if you're listening to this, it's spoilers, and you've probably seen it. Yes, exactly, so. Um, well, I guess we just saw how they both meet Mandalorian and her in the first place to kind of get to that point. Jordan, you want to cover that? Yeah, so he was hired by the people that were running the oppressive city. Uh, the magistrate is um, what the character is referred to as um, to go kill Ahsoka. He's actually looking for her, so he takes the information and doesn't promise to kill her. Um, goes and finds her. They have a little duel while they while she's, while Ahsoka sneaks up on him. Uh, sees Baby Yoda and basically can tell right away he's Force-sensitive. They do a little meditation, figure out his name um, is... Uh, why am I blanking out his name? Grogu. 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 Yeah, like... Grogu. I thought it was a Gru in there for some reason. Yep. Grogu. Grogu. I don't hate it. I think it's a good name. I it's, think it'll... It, it would have been fine if we heard about it earlier. <laughs> but everybody's so set. On you, yeah. It'll it'll probably wow that <laughs> I, I that almost went over my head I almost missed that quip but yeah, good work um, it was that terrible so this <laughs> this name Grogu this name Grogu isn't from something else there's no like secretive like egg in that like it just like it's just uh, they said that there was like I saw an article teasing like where they got the name and I didn't really care okay that's fair <laughs> so as, there as might be. No t- direct ties to okay yeah, yeah that, that, it makes sense and I, the one thing i got out of it i don't know why i feel like people are going to start naming their pets like grogu like a oh for sure yeah so it's going to be a name that pops up now and all over the place just because baby yoda was so popular now it actually has a name and it's grogu and it's not that bad it's easy to say sounds like a pet name too to me i think the problem is disney let the fans name it because no one was saying the child they never really came out during the show and was like the child on repeat every once in a while they would mention it but that's how they were like labeling all of the merchandise where people like the fans already like after episode one it was baby yoda like exactly they let everybody else name it it's hard to rename something that it was so prevalent in you know the pop culture yeah, it's like uh, naming the Sears Tower Willis Tower. It's like, you know what? Right. I'm still going to call it Sears Tower. It's going to be Brandon Sears Tower. But to you folks, some of you are, it's Willis Tower, I guess. So, But then, like, they get into a point where they're teaching. So, for me, and, and this is, comes to my basic bitch standards, um, <laughs> like, the use of force thing never really had a meaning to me. She kind of goes over the meaning of the force and like, it's not a, like you don't use your powers. Like the force isn't a power. It's like, it's uh, what's around you to make your powers do what they want to do. So like, may the force be with you when she actually says that I'm like, Oh, that's what it kind of means. Like I never, just, I never thought it meant anything. To Think me, of honestly. it like the living spirit. It's just supposed to yeah. embody like all living things is the force. That is exactly. I never really hurt. I never really paid attention to that. I'm like, Oh, like, I know you guys knew about it already, but they, I forget, like, oh, that's, they get into it in like uh, the Phantom Menace, which is like Star Wars Episode One, and even I think uh, Episode Five. Which one? A New Hope, or like Obi Wan explains it to Luke. Like, oh yeah, that, that's true. Yeah, like, and he does it like in that exact same terms, like energy field that surrounds us, like made of, of all living like, things. 
I feel like Michael Scott sometimes, or like when he was with Oscar, he's like, explain it to me like I'm a 10-year-old. And he's like, explain it to me like I'm a 5-year-old. Like well, Star Wars like was made for children, so. <laughs> and there we go. We're some grown adults talking about it now, so there we go. There's also a very funny SNL skit where they're talking about toys and SN- or Star Wars toys, and all the old people buy them and just keep them in boxes the whole time, and the kids are trying oh, to Oh, I remember. Them. Yeah, that's a very good uh, little skit. Yes, it was very funny. So, um, so yeah, they they're having the little powwow at using the force and you know playing catch with a rock, and then uh, Nando gives him the little crystal ball thing to make him do, it. and he's a proud little parent. He's like, "I'm so proud of you! Like you, you're doing awesome, little guy!" Like, and they're doing these little like dad and son little things together. So I think it was kind of cute yeah. scene. It's their first game of father son <laughs> catch. Yeah, yeah. A little different than the most uh, for us, but uh, it was. I think it was pretty memorable. It was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I think we should speed through this summary a little bit faster um, so that we can really dive into it. Outside Perfect. of that, they, they go back. She agrees to only train him because she says, I'm not going to train him. He's too attached to you. I've seen this happen before. Um, the attachment will lead to... Um, He'll fall to the dark side. Basically, it'll lead to anger, blah, 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 blah. You don't want to cloud his judgment. Um, so they, she does not agree to train him, but until Mando says, oh, well, I'll help you take this down. I was sent here to kill you. I'll help you free the people in that city, blah, 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 blah. She never actually agrees, which was foreshadowed by him saying, I didn't actually agree to, like, killing you. Um <laughs> So in the same vein, for some reason, he believes her. They go take down the city because it's, again, like, I need information. Oh, help me on my side quest. And then they go off and do a quest like every other episode this year. Um, (laughs) They go have their cool fighty, fighty, fight. Um, They win, obviously. Nobody dies, obviously. And she based and Ahsoka Tano basically says no deal. Yeah, and like I said, no good, no good guys die. All the bad yeah, no good guys die. die. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, and then and then sends him off to another location for next week's quest. But, um, yeah. So she, the episode does end like where she says, "Fine, like take Baby Yoda slash Grogu or whatever you want to call him to this old like Jedi planet, and then like he can decide and do something, and maybe it'll attract like another Jedi that will be able to come like teach him." Right. Yeah, and like I want to get to a point too that I had, and I think season one did a great job of really diving down and saying, "Hey, if you're not a Star Wars fan, you can watch this without any ties to anything." And I think that season two is really dove into more of a Star Wars like fandom kind of thing, where you could appreciate the show a lot better if you're more of a fan, which is more than fine. Like it should be that way anyway. But I feel like as the basic bitch I am sometimes, I get lost in some of the storylines that were in like cartoon Star Wars or it's different Star Wars that I just forgot about and don't know anything about. So um, Jordan, do you think it has kind of season two has been more of a Star Wars, like more eggs that are appreciated by Star Wars fans more than a regular person is watching? For sure. That's the case. Um, and, you know, to be fair, like, if you watch a Marvel movie, there's a lot more there than a casual fan would know. Yeah. Like, you'll there's a background character or somebody that's talking to you, and you're like, okay, like, this is just a guy. But to, like, the super nerd sitting there, he goes, oh, that guy ends up becoming this guy, and the, and he's a villain, he does this, and it's this storyline. Yeah. And there is there is that in, like, in most, you know, this kind of culture. Um, I'm... Because I'm so clued in, and you know, with Marvel, I I know quite a bit, but usually, I mean, I never read the comics, so I don't have firsthand knowledge of these storylines and stuff. Um, but from my point of view, I do think they do get a little. I worry that they're getting a little too deep into the lore yeah. and into the into the inside baseball that will alienate people down the line. Um, I do think you could watch it from an outside perspective and still think it's fine. But I think what made that episode in particular particularly great was knowing Ahsoka. You I mean, they didn't need to say much, but if you just gave the casual viewer the understanding of she trained like all she had to say was I trained with like 
Darth Vader or Anakin Skywalker. It did, yeah. she didn't have to get into like all the stuff of like she was his apprentice. They were super close. Her leaving partly is why he went to the dark side. Like all that and they stuff. Ne- they never expressly say that. Even no, they like, don't. They don't do any. The most the hint they say is I know a good like I've seen it happen before. Good Jedi's turn bad, which yeah. you know to your nerd friends are like oh, <laughs> but like. You know, the most people, they're just, you know, you write it off because, you know, you as a viewer, you've seen Good Jedi go bad, too. Like, you've watched the movies. But just adding that little bit more emotional punch for the casual fan, I think, is more necessary than I think they know. And I'm worried that if they keep introducing characters that are so deeply embedded in deeper lore without diving further into their background, you're going to start to alienate your casual population of yeah watchers. that's just the story yeah the story of our household sometimes so i'll say this uh, to al now what eggs did you catch and like the most from this episode and then where does this episode rank for you on like this season so far out of the five episodes we've seen this one or oh, immediately ranking this is my favorite episode of this or of this season and <laughs> kind of for the and I do it. It definitely it goes to show. Like I, I am benefiting from the fact that like I am like deep in the lore yeah. of like, Star Wars and that's so, like, or I like how Jordan says like talk about the guys that are just kind of like giggling to themselves like oh I get that <laughs> like no that's totally me yeah <laughs> so, and, yeah um but no so for like I enjoy like all those little bits but just I thought this episode alone just the way like the cinematography the, the way the directing um. And storytelling was in this was just incredible. Um, down to like the musical cues and certain things. I f- think everything just fit very well in this episode. And um, like the action was great. And yeah, no. So I, this is my this is my favorite one what? of the of the season so far. But like the Easter eggs for me that like jumped out. Um, Sure. If you have any, you can think yeah. about it. Jordan, was this was this uh, number one for you as well, or was this kind of in the middle for you? Um, so I've actually been talking a little bit with Chris this week. We've been texting back and forth because I've gone when I first immediately watched it. You know, I was I built this episode because I knew, you know, so with through rumors, we knew Ahsoka was going to be in it. We knew Rosario Dawson was going to play her. So you already have this like that's the character that everybody is just so enamored with in her first live action debut. Like um, there was a lot to look forward to. So I think I was a little let down. I think a little overwhelmed with how much they tried to jam pack some of the stuff from the cartoons in there without expressly describing any of it or explaining any of it. Like little nuggets, like at the end, the piece of information she needs is, you know, where is grand Admiral Thrawn, which is, to a super Star Wars nerd, um, he was always the fan favorite of like the old books that are no longer canon and nobody like really accepts those as anything. He was so popular that they brought that character over and redid the books and brought that character into Star Wars Rebels, that cartoon series. Um, it was the second, second animated series that they came out with. But So yeah, he's just this big villain, this big um, admiral in the Imperial Army or Navy, whatever, um, for the Empire. It's just, and the reasons she's after him, there's just so, it's so, there's so much there that you just drop this line in there, and I just, I felt a little frustrated by that. I felt a little frustrated by some of the glazing over, and I just, I just want more character development. I want more out of it, and I just feel like we're being pulled along with, like, again, the same cookie-cutter, like, representation of each episode where i finally just felt like this is the one where i had high expectations and it followed the same storyline of hey nice to meet you i need something from you oh you need me to go kill somebody let's go kill them (laughs) and then we can move on and i go find chase something else it's it just feels like a video game level every week and i'm starting to get to the point where i want a little bit more and i think i was just more let down that this that five we're five episodes in we're over halfway and we still don't have really the character development that i was expecting to see at this point or yeah much it's just too much of like here's a new person aren't they cool yeah we'll see you later <laughs> uh you might never see them again it's just a lot of i want i want to see more with these characters like Cobb vanth in episode one 
or you know chapter nine whatever it was that character was really cool and in- engaging and i want to learn more and stay there a little bit longer like it's too much of hi bye good to see you go i yeah i, I think I, we need a little more i think i do think like later or kind of going to predictions for the rest of the season i do think there's got to be they've got to be building to something uh like climactic where he kind of does what he did in season one like he went back like he found like um like grief carga and like a cara dunes like characters like like oh yeah i'm recruiting you to go back and like do this last like epic like mission for like the or the series finale whatever so or the season finale like so i i have to imagine that they're building towards something like that like Mm -hmm. this season so like whether it's go you go back you get bo katan you get ahsoka tano you go get cobb vanth or Boba Fett shows up or something. I, I really hope it's kind of building towards that. Cause I am in that same boat where like, these are like interesting characters. I hope they're not here just for like a quick wink and a nod to the fans without serving any like purpose other than like the weekly quest for information or yeah, like, <laughs> exactly. Just sitting at home, like the Leonardo DiCaprio meme, just mm, pointing at the screen. <laughs> like that's, that's what it feels like. It's just like, Oh, I know that guy. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, I, I, we will go over the grades for the season as well. So, but I want to say, Jordan, your rant was p- pretty well done for the fact that, like, I can tell it was more constructive criticism more than anything. Like, you liked the show a lot, and you wanted to be better, but it's like it's right there, but you're still frustrated. So, yeah, I think um, I, I think they can get time. there, and they, yeah, like I said, just bring back some of those guys. And I think I think Al's right. I think that's what they are planning. You know, I think we will see a lot of these characters again. Um, in the moment, it's frustrating, though. Right. Yeah, it's, and I think it's, it's too spaced out right now. Yes. And usually they did a good job last year of putting it all together for the last three episodes. And I think for, I, I said for my prediction, I think a couple weeks ago, too, was around six, seven, eight, they're going to start kind of putting everything together into a, like, I know that person, is, he's back again kind of thing. So I think we're almost there. But yeah. for now, I got to give this a C plus right on that 78, 79. Once again, I thought I was a little more lost in the Star Wars fandom this year than I usually was mm-hmm. from that last season. So a little more confused for times here and there where I just didn't get, you know, pick up on certain things. I uh, like the action overall, but still, like, it could be better, like Jordan said, and I'm around, like, the B minus to C plus kind of range. I would, I would sit there, too. I think that they didn't – they took a visual step forward this year. And I think they took a little bit more of a risk, but I don't think that they are progressing anything forward. We are in the same situation, really, that we were when this season opened. I don't think there's been any benefit to either of the main two characters. There's not been any real growth or understanding of that. I mean, there are like little lines out there, right? Like that they should be pulling on those a little bit more of. You know, hey, here's some other Mandalorians that are legit Mandalorians, and they take their helmets off. Like you were raised by a cult. Like where the hell? That is huge news, and we just kind of were like, get push that aside. Like that's that's where we should be at right now. He's battling that, and then he should be just like thinking through like some of this stuff a little bit more. Like, hmm, should I be taking my helmet off? Hmm, was I raised by a bunch of psychopaths in a cult? Uh, what am I doing? all right, I got to keep, like, I finally meet a Jedi, and you say, oh, there's not very many more of us. You sent me out on a, like, and you, I just take your no and go? Like, there should have been a little bit more push and shove and, you know, I don't know. Yeah, that makes, on that note, Al, what did you give this? Are you on the B, an A, C? I am, I'm definitely in, I'm probably a B. Like, I overall, like, I'm enjo- I'm really enjoying, like, the season, um, and I do think for the technical aspect, I think the acting is better. I think the cinematography is better effects and all that from previous seasons. But I do, I do share, like there's a complaints where I think, especially the last three episodes compared to the first two, like there's definitely interesting aspects in them. But when I think about like the whole season, like the season as a whole, like, okay, like out of eight, like an eight episode season, like this is what we've done so far. And, it, and again, it doesn't feel as much, or you feel like, I enjoy those stories in the moment, but then when I weigh it against like, wait, how much there's like so much limited time left that they have to tell the story that they want to feel like star Wars. Again, we're, we have limited time. We're like, what are we waiting for? Just give it to us. But uh, are you more like an 81 or 89? Like where are we in the range here? I'm 
I'm a comfortable 85. Okay, right? <laughs> I, I want to be the positive Star Wars. Yeah, there you go. I love Lego it. Like, love it. You, you didn't like playing the bad guy on this before, so that's good to have you here. So, hey, and you know what? If it wasn't for some of like i know that they can tell better stories right because i the guy that helps write this and is like one of the main executive producers does the cartoons and how much they pack into a half an hour there and that's you know like your tv half an hour so that's like 24 minutes so the amount of like progression and diving deep into these characters and stuff that they do on that show i think that is and plus they've also referenced like game of thrones like hey i love like they have all these backstories and all these like deep storylines going on and everything connects. Okay, cool. Do it. Then if that's what you're influenced by, <laughs> or, you know, you've showed that you can, you can develop a character and you can like push interests and storylines and motivation. Like we have yet to get a storyline so far or like a battle that Mando specifically is fighting because he's passionate about the outcome. Not a single firefight he's gotten in this year has anything to do with his motivation They've all been give me information. I got to help you with a mission. Like have him shoot somebody for his own desire, which I think is coming. Obviously, he's going to have yeah. to fight for himself and for Gragu, but um, he hasn't Grogu. yet. Grogu, thank you. Yeah, no, I agree, and I, uh, I, I like passionate Jordan. Jordan, you've been you're like really on it today. You, you've been uh, very detailed. Get to the points. And uh, like I said, constructive criticism. It was fantastic. So, um, Al, do you have any parting words before I pull up trivia to get you guys riled up for Mandalorian Season 1 trivia? Let's do predictions, too. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, you kind of did predictions, but you can dive a little deeper into your predictions now. Um, okay. So, this computer so you don't see it. No. <laughs> now, for predictions for the rest of the season, I can see... I don't know, like, because there's there's certain things. Because I think they will get, I think they will get to the planet that Ahsoka told them about. I think they're gonna get to Tython. Whether or not what happens in the meantime, or because there's got to be some building to some climax with Moff Gideon. That's mm-hmm. Gia, that's Giancarlo Esposito's character, who and oh, yeah. which like I didn't recall until like recently that his like Mando ship is being tracked by him too. Oh yeah, so, I forgot about that. Yeah. So he knows like that he went to visit this planet and who knows if that like has consequences for Ahsoka, like if he hunts down her in some sense, but, um, and then there's things with Bo-Katan, like mentioning that she's gathering strength to retake like Mandalore. And I don't him. know. She's looking for him. Yeah. And, or yeah, no, exactly. So like, there's a lot of threads that could come together as one, like, and it's tough. It's tough to imagine like what the that's out there. Like. Yeah. So it's just, I think if it all, if they are able to pull it together and like in the last two like episodes or something, just bring like all of the people that they've assembled this season, like bring all the pieces together, like props to them, well planned out. Like, and if they, yeah, if they do it well, um, that's going to be like an amazing like way climax to the season. Um, but yeah, then like there's, then there's other stuff that I think like they're dropping now, but like, it won't be, it won't, we won't see the benefit of it until like season three or season four. Like, yeah. so with Ahsoka saying like, oh, she's looking for Grand Admiral Thrawn. I, I think that's something like way down the line that if, cause I don't know if he'll come into that. Cause there's also been rumors that there might be like a full Ahsoka Tano, like spinoff series, like where that could be her main thing. Um, and she can do the weekly, like, oh, I need information like on Thrawn. Like, oh, okay, I'll do that. Um, that could be her weekly jaunt, but I I'd be surprised if he makes an appearance this season, unless it's like that very like last split second thing. Like, um, yeah, I've got an idea for that. Yeah, they are going to gonna tease somebody. I'm sure. Yeah. So no, it's just, I know the season is building towards something. It's just like, there's so many pieces out there. It's just tough to imagine like how they're all going to fit in like together and come in, come in in a satisfying way. But I, I still have faith that they'll do it, but it's not anything that I can predict at this moment. So <clears throat> everything you said, yeah, all those threads, they're, they're out there. I agree. Um, I will say I don't think we're going to see Ahsoka again because I think they purposely set this episode up to give him, to give Mando a weapon 
you know, the Beskar spear that can actually fight a lightsaber, right? So now he has the tools to go fight Moff Gideon and his black lightsaber. So I, that's, that's the reason I don't see Ahsoka coming back. Like, why give him that tool um, if you're just going to have a Jedi fight, you know, Gideon? That shouldn't even be a competition either. Anyway, um, yeah. Ahsoka should be able to run the floor with him. So I, I do see him assembling a team. You're right, like Carl Weathers, Gina Carano, like probably they'll go get Cobb Vanth. Like they will assemble something. Um I feel like, yeah, they're going to have that standoff. I feel like Gideon is going to take Gragu at some point. The other thing I was like toying around with is like, what if, you know, um, Bo-Katan realizes that, you know, Mando wanted, or like that Gideon wants the child. She would definitely trade the child over for the saber. Like in a heartbeat, she would do that. So that was something I was like toying with earlier. But as it goes on, I just don't see it happening anymore. What I do yeah. think is they'll they'll have that showdown with Gideon. They might tease that he's got somebody else that he's reporting to, um, whether it's Thrawn or whether it's like Ray Sloan or something. Um, mm. There'll be some bigger bad that they have to deal with later. And I just imagine that they're going to end this thing where they finally get to the Jedi Temple on that planet. And like the last scene is going to be very... The Force Awakens, and you're going to have this tease of somebody walking up to Baby Yoda, like, communing with the Force, right? And you're not going to know who it is. Is it Luke? Is it one of the other, like, Jedi that we know are out there? Um, yeah. That, I think... Or even, and they never just, specified, like... Well, they never specified either if, like, a dark side user, like a Sith, would be able to find him that way, too. Uh, yeah, I guess that's possible. I don't know how much they communing... Because they're not technically... Yeah, I can't rule it out. It might be. I don't know that that. Or that could be like some sort of twist to it. Right. Like, oh, yeah. the Jedi's come, and then like, oh, like don't trust him. He's not actually a Jedi. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah, they have like an Inquisitor or somebody still running around. Um, which is a a character in Star Wars uh, that actually hunts down Jedi and kills them. Um, I my guess for who shows up at the end is Cal Kredis or Kestis or whatever. How do you pronounce it? From, from the, the video Jedi game. Fallen Order video game? Yes. Because um, you already what? got an act. That's where we're pulling from now? Video games? What the hell's going on? Hey, you know, there's they're pulling from books because, like, that Cobb Van <laughs> character is straight from a book. Yeah, what the? There's a book. Uh, books, video um, games. I could just see it happening, cartoon. right? They, they don't want to go too far down, like, hey, did you watch? They want to spread it out a little bit more. This character's face was plastered everywhere. It's Ian from Shameless. He's already an actor. Like that's who they who portrayed the character in the game, voice, and they visually like detailed after him. He makes sense because that character in the games literally goes from Jedi Temple to Jedi Temple to Jedi Temple. Like that's what he does. Goes through the ruins. So if he shows up at another Jedi Temple, it just makes a lot of sense to me. And plus, I don't know that they really want to recast Luke. And there's not a lot of Jedi out there, like they said. Um, the other one being Ezra Bridger, and I think that that's a big can of worms that they want to save for a different show. Um, you, so, like, while you guys were talking nerd stuff, I was just like, kind of, yeah. Uh huh. So I'm, I'm done. <laughs> His eyes were glazed oh, were, over. Were a you, bit well, no, just let me let me say my one thing. I just like was just, like trying to say something. So one, <laughs> my analogy I'm going to pull out of my ass right now. It's pretty fun. You think we're going to get some kind of like big daddy situation where, you know, baby Yoda and, and Mando are having a relationship? Yeah, like instead of like them separating, like baby Yoda separating and going somewhere else, you know what? Like, you know what? We should stay together as a team and work together the whole time. You think we're going to get a big daddy situation there? I could see <laughs> I could see it. Yeah, Mando finally just saying like, hey, I don't want to hand you over. And then, then yeah, he's got to. Yeah, and he's like, oh, I'm sad about it, but I don't want to do yeah, that. some kind of scene like that. And then the other thing I was worried about, or not worried about, wondering was if we're going to get, like, Pedro Pascal to have, like, a maskless fight. Like, will he yeah. be fighting, like, with his face shown? I don't know uh, about the- fighting, just because of, like, probably what they do in special effects to, like, it's probably easier with the helmet on. Um, but I definitely... and do it when you don't <laughs> see his face. True. I um, think... Because they've, they've hinted that he's in the suit a lot more this year because he was not in it really at all last year and this year he's in it 
quite a bit more. So maybe, yeah, I think we are going to start seeing his face. You know I mean, yeah, I think they paid him for a reason. They're going to see his face eventually, and that's really when you start unlocking some of the character when you can actually see him emote. Yeah, so that was all I had to say. So, Jordan, sorry if I interrupted. You can continue. No, I, I was good. Okay, Al, do you want to, uh, your any last words for you? Nope, I'm all good. Perfect. So, uh, Jordan, any last words for you while we move on to trivia? You are distracted. You have some confused. words. I don't have any more words. Oh, okay, perfect. I said I was so good. <laughs> okay, well, I just had to make sure. I know, you're so distracted and confused. It's fine. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, we, we had to keep this episode short, remember? Yeah, we tried our best. <laughs> um, so, this first portion of the trivia is just to kind of test where we're at for the, the trivia. Then it gives me kind of a, a starting point where I can go to. So this one is going to be a back and forth first round where whoever doesn't get the right answer is uh, just out. So it's kind of like a penalty kicks kind of situation. So um, it's going to go back and forth. Al's going to start. Jordan goes second. And then Al goes third. Jordan goes fourth kind of thing. So uh, the first question or, guess first statement um, there has been 13 episodes of The Mandalorian so far. Um, one at a time, name an episode title. And not like chapter 9, chapter 8. Like There's titles to the episode, so you just kind of name the title of the episode. Who first? Al. The Marshal. The Marshal is correct. The, Jordan, you're up next. The Jedi. That is correct. The Siege. The Siege is correct. Turning my computer so Al can for sure not see it. The child. <laughs> the child is correct. The asset. Mm, that is not correct. Ugh. So, Jordan, if you get this right, you are the first point winner. The outlaw. <laughs> oh, no, but. Damn it. Okay, so Al, you're up again if you want to. The that's passenger. One. Okay, that's that is one. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, three. Um. The marshal. I'll give you five seconds. Five, four. Uh, I'm at that buzzer. Oh, the heiress. The heiress, yes, that is correct. All right, back to Al. Redemption? That is correct. Oh, back shit. to Jordan. I'm not going to be able to name another one. Okay, so you just quit. The Imperial? That is incorrect. Okay. So, great job. I, I, I did not expect you to get one right. <laughs> It'd be either of you. That's a tough. So is the Mandalorian, the Child, the Sin, Sanctuary, the Gunslinger, which is close to the Outlaw, oh, the Prisoner, man. the Reckoning, Redemption, the Marshal, the Passenger, the Heiress, the Siege, the Jedi. So very good job to start off. That's one point for Al. That was a great start. So we're moving on to kind of like a uh, multiple choice trivia. So you get two points if you get it off the bat. If you need multiple choice, then we give you one point only. So Jordan, would like to go first or second? Uh, first, I missed the rules. Perfect. <laughs> so, <laughs> cool. so, okay. So the question is, if you need multiple choices, let me know. That'll okay. be worth one instead of two. Where does Mando first make acquaintances with the mercenary Cara Dune? Uh, I can tell you the episode. Um, I don't know. the What's the uh, multiple choice for the planet? Okay. The outpost planet Navarro, the ice planet Hoth, the forest planet Sorgon, or the desert planet Tatooine. Is it Navarro? That is incorrect. Al, do you, you know the answer to this one? Sorgon. Yeah, it's okay, a, it Al, was one of the that, others. Yeah, Al does not get any points for that, though. Okay, so Al, in Season 1, Episode 5, the gunslinger Mando goes to a familiar-looking cantina on which legendary planet? Tatooine. Come on! Jordan, I don't know the difficulty. <laughs> 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 I, I, I'm just saying. I was going to give you an easy one to start off with, too, but you said the answer while we were talking about the episode. Jordan's question was definitely harder than mine. <laughs> I didn't know that. So the first one that I had for you, Jordan, was the villainous Matt Moff Gideon was once an enforcer of the Empire is revealed to have what fearsome weapon. But you mentioned it kind of like in the episode already. So I couldn't give you that one. So soon. <laughs> just kidding. Go ahead. 
<laughs> okay, so um, we're moving on to Jordan, and um, it's already O two. O two. Which creature does Mando learn to ride on Arvala Seven? Mm. Any multiple choice? Yeah. Okay. Is it A Blurg? Yeah. B Banta. Yes. <laughs> Which one is it? A. Okay, it is Blurg. That is correct for one point. Al, we move on to you. In the first episode of The Mandalorian, Mando's Mithral bounty mentions trying to get home for which holiday? Ouch. If you need multiple choice, let me know. A multiple choice. It is A, Dern's Day, B, Life Day, C, Colonial Day, or D, Freedom Day? Life Day? Uh, I was hoping you wouldn't get it. That is correct. Life Day for one point. Life Day was a central part of the plot for much maligned. Wow, I can't say that. Star Wars holiday special in 1978. So there you go. Uh, Jordan, this is a tough one. I don't know how you're going to get this, but good luck. Uh, During the first episode of The Mandalorian, what creature is seen roasting on a spit? Can I steal? Nope. Is it a womp rat? Is that your final answer? <laughs> yeah. Okay, that is incorrect. Damn it. Al, you can steal it for funsies. Koalki and monkey lizard. It's a Koalki and monkey lizard. Um, do I have a fun fact about that? Yeah, it's I the do- one that's laughing in episode six. Yeah, with Jar Jar Binks in a past movie or something like that. No. Something like that. So. Yeah, or it was in Return of the Jedi. He was like the weird little, again, like the monkey lizard thing that was always like Right next to Jabba. That was oh, Jabba, that's right. Weird. Yeah, yes. Um, okay, Al, your last question. What? Who makes a cameo appearance as one of the Carbonite bounties in episode one? Oh. I'll read it again. Who makes a cameo appearance as one of the Carbonite bounties in episode one? Can I do multiple joints? Yes, you can. Is it A, Jar Jar Binks? B, Han Solo, C, George Lucas, or D, Lando Carlissian? <laughs> that is incorrect. Jordan, do you know the answer? Um, I didn't even know that they had one, but I'm going to say it's most likely um, George Lucas. <laughs> Uh, that's correct. Um, yeah. When the Mithril bounty is looking through the Mandalorian's Carbonite bounties, one of the Star Wars cre- one of them is Star Wars creator George Lucas. And so, if there was a tiebreaker, and I'll just read the question, there wasn't. Al uh, won this one pretty easily. Uh, what was the release date of season one, episode one, for an exact date as well? It was obviously going to be closest to kind of thing. So. Um, you guys can both spit out an answer if you want to. Who, ca- who cares who goes first? October twentieth is what I'm saying. Nope, Jordan was closer. He gets five points and he wins. What did you he say? Did he, he said October 9th or something like oh, that. What it was, was it? November twelfth, two thousand nineteen. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so Jordan, since you won, just oh, kidding. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Al, since you won, you get your three shout outs. Let's hear them. I'm filing my lawsuits. There you go. Uh, um. Let's see. Shout outs. <laughs> shout outs, George Lucas. He created everything that we get to enjoy and complain about uh, ad nauseum. So, yeah. Shout out to him. And, uh, God, I really want to shout out uh, Brie Larson just to steal it from him. Uh, no, I'll, I appreciate it. It's like more of an appreciation thing. <laughs> um, second shout out. I think it's funny that, like, we all have been in the show before. None of us are prepared for shout-outs at all, ever. I'm not even prepared. I'm trying to think of mine. But it's obviously good to have someone in the holster like Brie Larson just ready to go, too. So that makes it ten times easier. Shout-out Allison Brie, the superior Brie in Hollywood. <laughs> uh, it's debatable. Very debatable. <laughs> but I love I love that one, too. So I'll shout-out shout out as well to Aubrey Plaza, I love her, too. Brie Larson, and then shout out to Owen, who is not getting on the ads right now. So we need him back in our life. So listen more so we get ads or however that works. His voice is in the open. Oh, okay. So never mind. But still <laughs> shout out Owen. Never mind, Owen. I take that back. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jordan, you're last. Uh, uh, 
shout out to Star Wars, obviously, that is nice to have this on TV. It's nice to have something new. And as much as we complain, it is still well done. Um, Ooh, what what day do you watch? You watch Friday? I, oh, I, I'm up at 6 a.m. usually watching Friday. <laughs> but to be fair, I, I, have, I, I have a one I have a one year old. She yeah. gets me up anyway, so we, we get up and I watch because it's one of those things like I can't go on Twitter because I follow so many Star Wars nerds. So I have to oh, yeah, smart. I have to watch it beforehand. That's a very smart move. I love that. So um, yeah, shout out that. Shout out Mando. So shout out to this ending. We're Dunzo. Dunzo. All right, all right, all right. I like Dunzo. <laughs> You're Dunzo. Dunzo. All right, I'm confused. Is this a happy ending or a sad ending? It's an ending. That's enough. Bye, bye.